Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, Biden made your student debt go down by 10k or more. Um, slide whistle. Maybe. Yeah, someday, someday soon, hopefully, I mean, yeah. I am immunization, and I just want to say that I feel it on my bones. Spooky season is quickly approaching, guys. Well, you know what's spooky is... <laughs> so, Caitlin got me one of those uh, controller guys, cable guys, the little statues that, like, hold an Xbox controller when you're not using it. And mine is I mass- have one of those. You do? Who is it? I want you, you get to guess. Who do you think it is? Crash Bandicoot. Is that who you have? Do you have a Crash Bandicoot? No, I have Master Chief, and I he he was holding my Xbox controller, but I went to go play my X-Bone, but I didn't put it back, so now he's just sitting here lacking like, Sir, what am I supposed to do? I'm holding nothing. <laughs> They're like, please. Yeah, for those that don't know, they just have their hands outstretched. Like, hold, let me hold this thing. I, I sent you a picture in his chat of what I have and <laughs> what he's holding. <laughs> Okay, I'm waiting. Okay, uh, you appear to have... Uh, that's uh, not Boba Fett. Ooh, ooh. Is it Boba Fett? Uh, yes, it is, is It is Boba yes. Fett. I'm, I'm a stupid child, and I deeply respect Jango Fett, but I didn't want to say it and make real Star Wars heads upset. But also, he is holding your weed pen. Yes, he, indeed he is. Also, with all of this sadness, I forgot to say my name. Aaron, Fire Magic Sword and Aaron Horde Punching Bag. We have an interesting news week. It's been, I would say, both nothing happening, but then simultaneously some huge pieces of information have been dropped. And I feel like one of the biggest ones that happened, I think it was pretty quick after we finished recording last week, so a lot of you guys have probably already heard about this like on other podcasts or something, but we have like official confirmation that we are getting a, air quotes, time skip going into Dragonflight. And... It's not like that big. I think like it actually shakes out to being like what three years passing, but mm-hmm. it's still still a time skip. So still, your boys were right. Well, I I know it is three years because Wowhead put out an official diagram of the entire storyline. The entire what event took how many years? It's actually pretty jarring to look at this list because then it like I don't I don't know. Obviously, this is a game where we don't think about time in this kind of way a bunch. Like, how much time has passed? There's not enough time! Like, I've never thought how much time has passed since Wrath of the Lich King into Shadowlands. I mean, and that's only... What is that? Like, six years? Seven years? Between Wrath and Shadowlands? That's 12 years. See, I'm sorry. Who, who I'm sorry. Who thinks My, about years? <laughs> minus three. Nine years. Which I guess makes sense. You know what? You know what I say. Like, all oh, this is scary, but a lot of things do kind of shake down to just being a year. Other than the cataclysm, which I wasn't there, but I don't remember a lot happening. But apparently, that took us two entire years to do. Yeah. So, like, what? So, like, aliens invaded, and then aliens invaded again. No, then we invaded the aliens, and then Lich King happened. That was all like two to three years. Like, Azeroth has absolutely got to be exhausted. She's never going to wake up. She's not getting any good rest. We're not allowing her any time to sleep. Yeah, it's really crazy that, like, <laughs> they're, they're saying that, like, classic through, like, the end of 
like Sh- Shadowlands all all happens back to back with like very little time skip. That's kind of crazy. I'm just glad that like now they're like, okay, we're gonna just have a little bit of a break in between so we can allow our younger characters to age up. Because Steve Denuzzi literally made a blue post that was like three to four paragraphs long, just based it's about how what's changing and stuff. He basically said that, like, not a whole lot of interesting things are happening, and it's kind of just an Azeroth is, like, a state of world peace where there is not a huge threat of any kind. And they have said that, like, some joyous occasion is happening, which everyone is inferring means the wedding of, like, the first uh, Arcanist Thelrissara and um, Lorthamar, but I don't know. Is that even... I don't personally feel like that's like that big of an, a deal. <laughs> you know what it is? Is it's Dagrin Thrasian the third finally is shedding the cocoon of his tiny body, and he's gonna come out full grown, seven feet tall. He'll be the biggest dwarf you've ever seen. Um, yeah, I'll just read this quick little blurb. He was like, Shadowlands begins in the year thirty-five after the opening of the Dark Portal, and Dragonflight will begin in the year forty. Given that the events of Shadowlands took place over the course of two years. That leaves a few additional years that we are fast-forwarding through. Our purpose here is to not have a litany of events take place outside the game that you have to read about in a book or other media to understand. The goal of the fast-forward is to provide the people of Azeroth with a slice of normal life without a major threat looming over their heads. When our heroes return from the realms of death, you can imagine them easing back into their lives and duties without an immediate crisis to address or enemy to fight, so they can fuck, basically. (laughs) They've had... Their balls have been full of spunk, and they're going to deposit it in the time between now and Dragonflight. (laughs) And unfortunately, the Alliance and Horde are going to honor the truce signed after the Fourth War. Boo! So, they're, like, kind of implying here that, like, in addition to this marriage that might be happening... This three year is basically going to. There's going to be a lot of like two two year old kids running around Azeroth. It's like Azeroth's baby boom or something. <laughs> I also love how all that was built up for him to be like. That said, we do plan to offer a digital short story on our website <laughs> that details the <laughs> wedding that Evan was talking about. But he was like, it's going to be fun and charming. There will you be no yeah no additional material that you'll need to read. But if you're looking for additional material that you need to read, please turn your eyes to our website. It's pretty good. But I, I also like how he says, As for changes to the world that have been discussed or foreshadowed, such as the resettlement of Gilneas, those will not be happening during the fast forward. They're basically saving them. He wants us to experience them in the real world if they ever do happen, which now that has to happen, right? The fact that like he's even mentioning it in a blue post, it's definitely at least on their mind. I think it's going to happen. And I mean, yeah, because the the whole Dark Ranger quest line that we did, that that was the yes. one where like Gen sent us out and they talked about how they're all going to work together to clear the blight and re- recapture this land for the worgen. So, I feel like I feel like it's going to happen. Well, maybe not less of so the worgen, but more so the Gilneans, but you know what I mean. This is my this is my big question is when we talked to Kalia, she was like, thank you. You've helped me so much. I know who you are. Wink. Just tell Gen I will be recalling my forces from the land, which makes me think if this is going to be an active engagement, will it be like we're fighting Scourge that rebel? 
Will it be like her guys after sitting there and pooping around for 15 years are like, actually, we don't want to move. Like, are we going to, am I just going to be, which I would love to do. Am I just going to be killing forsaken guys who got too comfy in my dad's house? I guess it's also possible since they're really kind of laying out time frames and stuff. Maybe the infinite dragonflight will be more of a threat to Azeroth itself in general, as opposed to just the dragon isles. Like maybe they're like, okay, no one's looking. Let's just, let's attack random spots. I don't know why they're gonna attack Golnaeus, but they're like, the timeline <laughs> says they must live in squalor. We can't let them prosper. You know, it's really funny. Like the newser is like, hey guys, look at this fleshed out timeline with exact years and events. What a shame it would be if something happened. <laughs> if there was a specific force that I happen to write that goes around and goofs with time. I also feel like at the end of the, all of this, of his blue post, Steve's like, for your player characters, it's always been left to your own interpretation how much time had passed when they log in after the arrival of a major update or new expansion. Really? Are you, what? Are people out here like, no. Cataclysm was actually six years. I mean, it wasn't two years. Yeah, like, and this is not even in like a goofball making fun of them. People do whole things where it's like, my druid Wrangalore Saberclaw spent 10 years fighting the dragons. And this is Steve's way of being like, hell yeah, guy on Twitter, you do your thing. I don't, I don't mean to yuck your yum. Steve's like, please, we can't have, if we can't have one group of people attacking us, it can't be the RPers on Twitter. <laughs> we're, we were defending too many fronts to withstand that one. They're too numerous. They can worm their way in too easily because they're RPing as worms. They can also clone themselves at will and change the color of their eyes. You never know what they're going to do next. Okay, so who else do we think they're going to age up? Because he also was saying how... Younger characters will be older, and then, like, the adults, you won't see that big of a change. Like, no one's going to have, like, gray hair, I don't think, right? But, like, who's a young character other than Dagran Thrassian third, our lord and savior, who could be aged up? Well, I mean, like, if you think about young characters, um, you probably think about, like, Anduin, who is, what, like, tw- 20, probably. Like, just around 20. Well, I was saying, yeah, I, probably I can young tell too. you exactly how old he is. Is he was eighteen to, to, to he biologically he is twenty two years old. Although we will be returning to an Azeroth that was twenty five years. Wow. Okay. So this this is like literally Manduin. Like he will be fully fledged Manduin. Although I don't know if if his birthdays count in the other world. So he 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 isekai'd himself. He's biologically twenty two years old now. But, like, how does being dominated affect, like, your biological clock? Does that, like, add a few years? Like, will he, like, start growing gray <laughs> hair like Jaina and Kadyar because of this? Or, I just don't know. I mean, if, if there's anything, I know that the time and body is a funny thing. Sometimes you wake up when you're 28 years old and you're balding. <laughs> We're going to have to start referring to, like, instead of, like, BCE and, wait, before Common Era and... Was AD. it ever... AD, yeah, I was thinking ACE. I guess it'd be like before Dark Portal, so it'd be BDP. <laughs> ADP. B double penetration after before double penetration after <laughs> double penetration. Because I can tell you that certainly changes a man. I believe it. But thinking of youngsters, I don't know because no one's been having kids recently, and a lot of the 
young people were with us in the Shadowlands. Like, I would say Talia Fordragon would be a good one to have aged, but she was with us the whole time. So she's still biologically, like, 19 years old. Yeah, so then just add, like, the three years of the time skip or whatever. I mean, it's not really that big of a jump. And then, like, Slide, you went in the Alpha to go check on Moira's son, right? I did, and he is still, he is, as of, and then who knows, maybe Steve snuck it in in another patch. But as far as I know, he is still a child. I think they're they're going to incorporate the the new starting zone people. Oh, they they got new hosts? No, like, the mom and her son for the Alliance, and then the Horde version have an orc, and they have a kid, too. Well, they 100% are being incorporated in the storyline. I don't know if you saw that, but, like, they are leading the expedition. Oh, yeah, that like C- Commander Garrick is coming back? Yeah, they are teaming up to lead the expedition to find the Dragon Isles. So, like, we'll be with them. That's, like, three years with the perfect amount of time to age them from, like, their mom's teen to, like... The fresh 19-year-old ready to fight in a war. They're going to kill them off, aren't they? Yep. Which is awful for the Alliance because they're like what they're they are the only uh, dark pigmentation human characters who have names. So if they kill them, I am getting upset. They're also like one of our newest human characters to be added mm-hmm. that aren't like thousands of years old. <laughs> also, former sexiest NPC of the week, right? Well, not Not the children's. Just the well, mom. Yeah. Yeah. well, I I okay, do I, bel- clarify, I do I believe we talked about perhaps in the past we assumed that our healer friend was at least eighteen because we did say that we would go back and forth between the two. We've said a lot of uh, things on this podcast. Though, yeah, that was that on. was it. <laughs> that was hashtag a different time. When are we getting this digital short story? I want to read about Lord Mahari's sex. <laughs> <laughs> he was so unwilling to give it out last we checked on him. In another digital short story, I'm interested to see what happened in the three years. Also, a little offended that when he met us on the Judgment platform, he didn't, like, show me his ring. I thought we were pals, even though I was throwing fireballs at him in BFA. I'll just always remember that, like, short story of, like, them being like, yeah, we're going to exchange some slam poetry now. And it was just, like, three pages of them, like, rap battling back and forth. Who's okay? So I've been I've been perusing Wildhead comments this whole time. Uh, what Pravin says? We what younger characters does he mean? We have not much left. Anduin is already adult, and looking and looking at the loading screen, <laughs> Raytheon looks the same as in BFA. So who is left? And they've listed three people: Lily Stormstout, Ooh, Moira's child, Thrall's child. Anyone I missed? Mm. Also, who's thinking about? Lily stormed out at all. Like I don't think these Pandaren are going to be coming like into <laughs> the story. This house is a Pandaren friendly house, but I can I say I mean obviously I am too. I'm a Pandaren main, but like yeah, I'm just I, being keeping I, it real here, you know? I, I other I mean Hots really did Lily a favor by including her. That's the last time anyone thought of her. Where the fuck has Chen been? And what has he been doing? Now I'm just thinking of doesn't Thrall have two fucking kids? Dude, I don't know how many kids he has. <laughs> no, yeah, because he definitely... I'm trying to think. Because at the end of Cataclysm, the Alex Draza, like, punched Agra and was like, mm, I felt a baby in your tummy, <laughs> But I forgot if that was Duran or if it was another one. 
There, there is indeed a second one. There are two. I don't want Duran to be interesting. I guess. Hold on. Let me let me go back and see because we have an official timeline. How fucking old this kid is. So there are two kids. So there's Durak, and then there's Rahiz. And Agron was pregnant with her second child during the trial of Garrosh House Scream after the siege of Ogremore. Rhys had apparently been born by the time of the war in Draenor. So give us some numbers on that one, too, on this younger child. So, born during during Wad, is that what you just said? Yeah. So, the older kid's like 11 and the younger kid is 8. At the beginning of uh, Dragonflight. Yeah, at the beginning of Dragonflight. Yeah, because the name of the second child was just revealed in Shadows Rising. Ooh, Madeline Rowe didn't consult Chris Menson or ask permission from Blizzard before naming the character, and instead just went for it. She said that she dislikes fan service in the form of characters naming their children after other characters, so she opted for a simple orcish name. Damn, she named it and called out Chris Metzid. (laughs) You know Thrall would be all... He names fucking everything in his life after just like his dad or his mom or something. You know that was a big blow to my man Chrissy Metz. Although I will say, and this is heretical to say, looks left and right, Chrissy Metz should have no input anymore. He left. Yeah, that's basically, that's that's how it should be. Also, fun fact, um, Rahiz's great-great-grandfather, which would be Thrall's great-grandfather, is named Rakish. (gasps) Rakish. (laughs) And the Draenei are long-lived. We could have killed... Oh no, it's going to be big drama. Thrall's going to read up about his family and be like, you killed my great-grandfather. I'm, I'm coming out of my hut now. And then the, the only part of like trivia under Durok, the older Thrall child, speculation. It is unknown who took care of Durok while his parents were on Draenor. It may have been Ryle, his grandmother. Yeah, um, who was watching this child when Thrall and Agra were busy? We need to call CPS is basically what this thing is saying. I like how even the WoW writers don't know or care who Thrall's wife, mother, grandmother, son, any of them are, or their names. <laughs> Yo, I'm drinking this pumpkin pie beer, and it tastes like pumpkin pie the more sips I take of it. Okay, okay, so we're, ba- we're back with um, a recurring segment here. What are we drinking today, boys? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not happy with what I have. I called it white-on-white violence. And it's, I mean, most people would just call it a uh, a vodka soda. It's a Sprite with Papa vodka. But it's just, it's not doing anything for me. Maybe I need to get another one, but it's just like, it's just rough and grating. Similar to white on white violence. I mean, it's a... a... (laughs) Did you say add sriracha? Yeah. I mean, maybe we have it. We did buy some sriracha before the Great Sriracha Depression. Yeah, we, we're stocked up on our sriracha, which probably contributed to the furthering of the sriracha depression, but uh, whatever. I, I can't live without sriracha. I just want to consume so much of it, and then I get, like, cold sores in my mouth from it, and then I have to stop for a bit. But. We have we have other hot sauces, and then I use them, and I was like, I feel like I'm lower class. I'm lower class than sriracha. Despite the fact sriracha is widely available, I'm like, it feels like it's a step above. I feel cool when I use it. But, yeah, as Slide said, I'm also drinking. So, we we went to the store earlier, and what were we trying to get exactly? I forget. But then we got distracted by these. Oh, yeah, we were trying to, because Walgreens was sold out of um 
slides favorites the uh, the micheladas and so we went next door to the, the, the liquor store and um i was enthralled by this so it's like it's called southern tier brewing company and then the name of the beer is called pumpkin i'm like like the king of ghosts you can't see him you need swords of revealing light to see him i know and that's why i was so surprised to see it on the shelf so i had to grab it anyways yeah it's in it's an IPA, it's pumpkin ale, and it says pumpkin pie in a glass, and it's pretty good. I normally don't like IPAs, because uh, they're kind of gross, and this is uh, not that bad. Yeah, like I said, it's like pumpkin pie in a glass. Speaking of pumpkin pie in a glass, I'm going to pull a time warp. Uh... Okay, things that go on glasses. Uh, one, pumpkin pie. Is that your final guess? Yeah. I'm using this time to get my timer. I almost forgot. It's almost like it's 2020 again. Lol. All right, so they have 40 seconds to name as many correct answers to the question of the category I'm going to give them. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. I think we've done this before, but who knows? I need you guys to give me the names of races that aren't playable by us. So, like, secondary races, sub-races, I guess, if you may. The lesser races. Oh, I actually don't think we've done this. We have On not. your mark. Get set. Name them. Centaur. Naga, Murloc. Huskar. Um, Quillbore. Um, Knowles. Uh, 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 Jinsei. Um, Hosen. And Cohen. Oh, what are they called? What are those called? Um, oh, the broken Draenei. Um, the broken Draenei. Um, Aracocra. Aracoa. D- dragons. Pretty Aracoa. I don't know if they're different people. Um, shit. Pandaren. I mean, who can really control them? Time. I think you guys tied it. I think you guys both had six at the end. So, okay, so we're going to do a lightning round. Name one that wasn't said. Ready, set, go. Ethereal. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, that, that was good. Um, that was that was strong. You guys both came up with a lot of... You guys were na- nailing it as we started. I thought I could pull this one off. I've been really losing everyone here. So. <laughs> you were in the lead for a while, but Aaron started to pull forward slowly but surely. Okay, let me go get a shot glass. I'll be right back. Let me go get... a. Uh, drink so <laughs> slide whistle be there with your thoughts hey everybody welcome to another episode of wild seed seed and party i didn't interview anyone today um did a lot of wow i did like seven or eight keys already it's wednesday um, i ran junkyard a bunch Ooh, I have my own quest for a weapon that I'll probably talk about later if I remember. Did you say fruit leather? Oh, oh, oh um, okay, everyone, that ends this episode of Wild Seed Seed Party before anyone else gets on the show. Okay. Hey, I'm back. What's up? I thought I heard you say the phrase fruit leather, and I was very frightened because the other day Cubbybub referred to a fruit by the foot as fruit leather, and I was like, who harmed you? <laughs> no, what a criminal. <laughs> I was like, what off-brand fruit snacks have you been eating that you feel like you need to make the band-aid bandage 
uh, distinction here. You know, I've, I've actually seen that before. Like, it is a little jarring, though, calling it leather. I don't know. But I am back with a shot of uh, lemon-flavored vodka again. So here we go. Cheers. Light it up. Yee. Shake it up. Shake it up. <laughs> I didn't get a chaser. No. Oh, no. <coughs> oh, my God. These are, these are some brutal. This is a, this is a drink your pumpkin. Yum. Use the yeah, swords and revealing light. that shot with an IPA. Use the flame swordsman. <laughs> I can pull you out of this dire situation with kunai with chain. <laughs> Put it on your lizard battleman. <laughs> stop stop right there, Yuki. I'm going to activate my Tom wizard. Oh no! You're you're aging the dragons to death. Isn't that fucked up? That made you basically kill baby dragon with old age. I heard your mama was so fat they tried to put her on cannon turtle and she just fell right off the cannon. <laughs> she didn't even launch it. Okay, I'm just gonna be real. Three dinar cap is a joke. What is a cap? Three dinar cap. This is a very brief return to Heroes Callboard. What are you saying? Say it again. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up a second. I need to go find my horn. Yeah, hurry, and we keep sneezing. You almost got me. I, I almost started. <laughs> Let him read it. Let him read it. Fucking Clumos. Clumos, the level 60 Heroes Blood Elf. It's been a little while. We got a lot of them saved up in the tank. Glumos, the level 60 Blood Elf Hunter, said 3D Narcap is a joke. Anyone else think the 3D Narcap is a joke? Some of us that play multiple specs are getting hosed, especially going between SV and MM. It's a giant pain. Esp with the polearm, bow, trinkets, cloak that never drop in raid literally ever. So I will say, as people who play multiple classes, multiple different roles here, do you think three is too little? I kind of do agree. I personally, on like a funny haha, here's an extra season at the end of the expansion. We're do bringing back all the greatest hits of these raids, throwing a, you know like mega dungeon roulette out there. It's just like a funny season. I don't really see why they need to have a cap on it because it's there is a soft cap of how many faded bosses you can kill in a week, so you can only get like you know. 10 out of whatever in a week anyways i think they could just add like a fourth even if it's like 15 or 20 bosses again to get like a fourth one onward i don't know i, I kind of get where he's coming from um yeah i'm i can kind of see the reasoning too a little bit but then at the same time they can't have all of the loot from raid instantly available otherwise people will just wouldn't raid after a certain point. And it's weird to be like, keep them on the treadmill, keep them on the treadmill. Because some people do have really, really bad luck. I think maybe some bad luck protection on items dropping would be a little better. But I feel like it's it's effectively the opposite of, like, instant loot. Like, it, it and this is, like, the dinars are, like, the fail-safe, where it's, like, you grind for X amount of weeks, and then you can pick whatever gear you want but even then it's only at like a, a normal level and you also need to kill at a higher level to upgrade it past that so i when i first heard about the system i also did think it was weird that that they were capped uh i i, I don't know 
I think you convinced me that I disagree that this is a problem then because you're right. This is the failsafe, and you get raid for you get loot from raid. I think three is enough. I mean, and my top items that I need is feral. I guess I only need three items, so we might three dinar. So I'm lucky in that aspect. But I'm gonna get the items eventually from raid if I were to keep raiding. So maybe maybe at most they add a fourth dinar, and then you do like 30, 20, 15, 5. Maybe, but I don't think you really need any more than that either. Yeah, yeah, because most of the things that you can get from raid can be traded too. Because a lot of people are spending their dinars to get like a first sigil, and that can drop for anyone. And then later it can be traded around the raid group as well. But I'm thinking more so about myself, where it's like, it's kind of annoying that like the Sylvanas bow does just doesn't drop, <laughs> you know? Well, that's a separate issue. But you can use a diner, I think, on in upgrade piece i think yeah and i think you can upgrade any item so you can even get like an lfr wait no the forgot the bow doesn't drop on lfr <laughs> so never mind on that one yeah and they said that they buffed the drop rate but i haven't seen it what well, you have have you been running it on on normal have you been running it on non-faded weeks can you upgrade non-faded ones yes if you have a bow at all if you have a, any version of the sylvanas bow you can buy that heroic item piece and upgrade any bow that you have, even if it didn't come from Faded. Okay, I didn't know that. So no, I haven't been doing that. I think that only applies to the bow. I'm I'm pretty sure. Actually, I don't know. I haven't tried using it on my other items. I'm pretty sure the the upgrade things normally does specify that it needs to be used on a Faded thing. But I think because I don't think there's not a Faded version of the bow, is there? Isn't the bow just drop the same exact version? Yeah, so that's why I said that, like, uh, you can buy an upgrade piece with a diner, I believe. Yeah, so that's so that I think that's also why you can just run it on normal every single day of the week. and Or every, every day of the week. Every single week to get it, even if it's not on the pitted rotation. Wait, Aaron, what were you going to say earlier? I was going to say, now I'm a fool. I know very little of this. Obviously, the magic things we're getting can upgrade it to heroic level. Will those same things be able to upgrade it further, or do you have to do mythic level to upgrade your things to mythic level? Yeah, so those essences or whatever they are, so many fucking currencies, why Blizzard, why? Those ones you, we get dropped from heroic, and then there are separate ones that drop from mythic, so you would ah. need 20 mythic kills or whatever to upgrade a piece to mythic. I then, see, or whatever so it is. When, I, when I upgrade my diener pieces in a little bit here, uh, that's as high as they'll be going, because I don't see a lot of mythic play going down. Yeah, none of us do, so I feel like that's another reason why, like, personally, I feel like the Diener pieces... I'm actually kind of convincing myself that three might be enough, actually, now that I think about it, because a lot of the pieces that I would use the Diener on are things like trinkets that are, even at a heroic level, are less than what you would get from a mythic plus or from your vault but like their effects are just so so awesome that it doesn't matter for their eye level like for sigil like it'd be like less than your technical maximum piece but uh, just better so or so like i don't know like i just feel like i feel like you would only need three we're actually pretty close to a almost perfect loot system like there's still some problems but you can get a lot of loot a lot of different ways that like you have the great vault every week the dinars that are building up constantly, 
other people getting dinars also means more loot for you, which I didn't think about until you just said that earlier, because you're right, people are getting for sigils, and then they'll trade the ones they get from raid. So yeah, I think this is all around great. And then I, I'm, I'm not even doing PvP this season, but I'm, that's why they give them good shit too, right? I, I am on the team still, and Bestie of the Pod Vanderlyle is also on the team. And I believe he's gotten his tier pieces upgraded through PvP, like through his vault. So like that's a full another way that people are able to get here. I'm, I'm curious... Do we know if the Great Vault is coming with us into Dragonflight? Is there going to be a I, Dragon Vault? We do not I'm like know. Pretty, I'm pretty certain they said that it will be returning in some fashion just because it's been so popular. That or it was a fever dream just because I personally love it so much? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has established itself as a Warcraft staple, so they will not be absconding with it just yet. Um, okay, so I found an article from April, <laughs> so yeah, because we should know the answer, but uh, mission tables removed, so that that was why we forgot, because that was the big news, but no more mission tables were free, and Great Vault to continue in Wild Dragonflight. So that was a series of interviews that, that they had. Imagining, dude, imagining what kind of Great Vault they can skin, like, dragon-wise, it's gonna be, we're gonna be, like, in, like, a treasure trove, like, hoarded room, right? It, it yeah, it's be. 110% going to be a dragon, sexfully sitting on a big pile of gold, just, like, twirling its little claw, being like, mm, what can I find in my vacuous vault for you? And then you go to, like, gold coinius. And he's like, mm, oh my god, I'm so impressed by your efforts. Here's an array of things. Yeah, and then he's like, let me dig through this giant pile of gold, and I found you a new <laughs> pair of gloves. <laughs> he's just wiggling his, his big butt as he's <laughs> looking through the gold. Oh my, it seems I have a knife and a helmet for you. And then it's like late. It's late season, so it's like, none of these are good for me. It's like, mm take what you get, you spoiled, rotten little brat. Mr. Vault Dragon gives us stuff. You keep giving me the same pair of fucking shoes the past five weeks. What's going on, my man? What's going on? Well, no one's mm. taking them, you see? <laughs> I have a surplus of shoes if you want them to be gone. Perhaps you should take one or two off my hands. Or should I say, <laughs> my claws? <laughs> That's been happening to my fucking warlock. I've gotten literally four pairs of cloth feet that have only decreased in eye level as I do less and less content on him. And I'm like, can I stop getting the feet? Can I like disable like one piece of gear doing my vault? That'd be so cool. I keep getting shoes that I think might be the final piece of Mog I need to complete my set. But... I keep also getting better gear, so every week I'm like, please be here next week, please. And now, now, now that I've spoken it into words, it won't be, and I'll never get whatever the the Zary Morty version of, like, fit and fine is. I got Great Vault fucked this week. I got a 304 ring that does, like, a shadow blast out of it, which is cool. I have the 298 version of it, and I have it's good for all the content I was doing. And then I do a couple of junkyards, and I get a seal of Panala Pananapalis, which is like a haste verse ring, and it had a socket in it. And the seal of Panapanapanapali is better mm. than my max level shadow ring. So therefore, my vault has been invalidated. Where does Panapanapali live? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, dude, when did you get a, a seal of Pen Pineapple Apple Pen? 
I <laughs> uh, got it last night. You were there. You saw. You saw a drop. Let's see the pineapple. The the seal is just someone's iPhone playing it, and then just tapeworm goes from character to character, being like, "Isn't this hilarious? <laughs> it's so irreverent." And then everyone's like, "Ooh, looks like you didn't make it out of the time skip, friend." What does pineapple even mean? It means a complete or impressive collection of things. And here's. Here's the, the sentence they used. A deliciously inventive panoply of insults. <laughs> what what <laughs> fancy <laughs> lad is <laughs> writing over here? Well, it sounds like it's my man Vault Dragon. They've already, they already have him coming in writing some item descriptions. A deliciously inventive panoply of insults. <laughs> my blood sugar is rising just looking at this collection of insults you've gathered. <laughs> I'm quite the collector. I guess historically it's also meant a complete set of arms or suit of armor. That's an interesting extrapolation for Panapolipoli. Anyway, so that's happening and I'm mad about it. I mean, I'm, I'm happy because I was getting tired of having an active on-use ring. That was getting exhausting. <laughs> having to press a button every 30 seconds on top of all the other buttons I have to press. But now I'm trying to get that junkyard polearm that like, zaps nature damage for each crit you do. I'm all crit. All I do is crit. I want the staff, which means I'm never going to fucking get it. I probably run, like, at already, like, 12 junkyards so far. And I know I'm going to end up in that, like, I've run 115 junkyards, and I haven't seen it yet. It was funny because, like, in passing in voice, Slide was like, and I'm out here getting ahoyed with this spear. Because <laughs> poor Ahoy was hunting for his, was it a bow or was it a gun? And was it, what, 200 runs of, like, Gambit, and he never got it? streets but yeah it, it might not have been 200 but it was definitely like a like several Yeesh. weeks in a row of trying to farm it you have to just forget it exists and i've already made the first mistake of talking about it on a podcast so now i'm never gonna forget <laughs> you two have spoken it into truth and ruined yourself <laughs> and what was really unfortunate because i was on my hunter on this run and i could have specked into survival and gotten it because it's you know a polearm and it's edgy and you know i'm i've been casually trying to build up a survival set not i'm not saying i'm gonna like switch to survival but i kind of like fuck around with it a little bit every once in a while Ooh, immune is being driven to sin by the meta no it's not that at all and like that's why i would never in a million years ever do marksman because like fuck marksman and i want a pet or two or all of them and this is literally survival's one and only time to shine, so I'm like, okay, that's fine. Literally the, like, most flavor of the month you could be. Um, so I'm fine with it. It's their time to shine. Maybe I can join in on the fun a little bit, too. But, like, no, I'll never go Marks again, so. Oh, I guess they changed They changed the uh, the Mage Tree in Alpha, and I was just reading this extremely long paragraph to possibly talk about. Can't. It's, it's a lot of information. But, Aaron, it looks like they're making changes the fire mages have complained about so you should be in good hands wow what have what have i been upset about what did I they change tell you. here we go here here here's here's the quick quote we feel the pathing in the fire tree has not allowed for enough exploration due to nodes that feel required we're looking to reduce the number of mandatory points by moving a few spells baseline so here you go these spells are joining your baseline kit such as Hot Streak and Fire Blast yeah. Rank 2. Okay, okay. okay. so <laughs> I'm already going to say, yeah, Hot Streak, it's what I said like six episodes ago. It is the entire Fire Mage mechanic. It was weird that they put it as an optional 
talent. I'm worried. I'm worried because if like something like that happens, what if like it's happening to other specs that aren't complaining as loudly, like Feral? Like, do I need to get on here and make sure that like I'm complaining loud enough to get these changes fixed? Well, I mean, like Holy Priest, they're taking away FlashCon. I mean, like I'm not really complaining anywhere other than here on this podcast. Maybe I should be, but like I I don't know. Do you want it? Send them feedback. They listen to the podcast. You should you should write them a letter. Do something. Fight for your fight for your powers. I will I will say flash concentration is, is its own spell. It'd be the equivalent of like if they got rid of shields. Or for Feral, if they got rid of bleeds. So I do understand why they got yelled at by fire mages. No, but like Flashcon, it's not a spell, it's like the legendary and it's what has like made holy priest Mm -hmm. relevant and able to like single target heal at all and it's like why we're like spot healing through dungeons properly it's just it's like what actually made us feel good in shadowlands when like if you guys remember in bfa like whenever i tried to do a dungeon as holy priest they're like oh why'd you even bother signing up for this dungeon where is the discs preset also arcane mages man it's gotta feel bad they have like 18 changes here like <laughs> i think not- they just got tired of arcane mage and they were just like fuck them and then like someone caught on and it was like okay well we can't just say fuck them so change all the things back you gotta be gotta write some of these wrongs the stinky little arcane mages are crying again poor arcane mages fuck them this pumpkin breeze making me hiccup <laughs> let's talk about uh let's talk about karazan's new nerfs what, we got, like, in seventh and eighth round of nerves this past, like, week what, while we were recording? What, what, was, what was it that was making it so tough? Why did they go in? Was it just they didn't adjust enough stuff from its vanilla iteration? Why was this oh, random so, half section so tough? This isn't even based on the vanilla ones. These are based on the mega dungeons from... Legion? Yeah. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. When I meant vanilla, I meant the original iteration. Up, Karazhan's dumb. It has like eight versions. Yes. So, but I remember running it in Legion, and the lower half was not like a ball buster. Why is it now so in Shadowlands? So I think a lot of it is because when we ran it originally, that it wasn't like made for Mythic Plus. It was just like a mega dungeon that you did all of it, right? Uh, so I don't think it was really made to be run in this way, and... Well, they cut it up into... Well, I guess it was the first Mega Dungeon cut up into M+. That's what you mean, right? Because it was in M+. Well, was it actually M+. Oh, yeah, I guess it was. Wait, was it M+, in Legion? Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure they, they, they cut it in half at the end, just like they did with all the other Mega Dungeons that have happened since then. But that was the first one to be cut in half like that. So I don't 100% know why it feels so much worse now. Like, everyone knew, though, that now it was going to be really, really hard, especially on Fortnite, because Lower, in particular, has, like, a bunch of ads that just, like, chunk. Um, And that's what they basically had to do. Like, they've had to, like, change, remove, edit spells of all these ads. And on the most recent one, they were just like, yeah, we're just taking out half of the ushers altogether, which is kind of crazy. They're just, like, removing ads now, removing spells. On the last boss, well, I guess you could do it in whatever order. On the uh, Atman, the Huntsman, the one on the horse, they're just removing the whole mechanic where the healer has to dispel um, the, like, shadowy guy that... I think we complained about that on this podcast because it's, like, it's, like, hard to see. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that they removed it. Like, Aaron does have a good question, though. Like, what is different from Legion to now? Like, it, yeah, we've seen everything. I didn't think, I mean, other than there's a Nathrazine guy occasionally, there's nothing different from the M plus that was happening in Legion. But Lower Kara is like almost comically overtuned to the point that people are just like, I'm just not doing it. I'm going to try and get KSM without even stepping in there. I guess the difference would be the legendaries that we use and the tier bonuses would be different from the tier sets. I guess just the scaling. I guess Legion, I guess Karazhan must have just not been as aggressively as scaled, maybe. Yeah, no, definitely the legendaries because we could have two legendaries then as well, but they were different. Um, obviously one wasn't covenant based, uh, they're just completely different and tier sets were completely different. And yeah, I believe a lot of it is just the scaling. Like these, like there's just something off about the way things hit, I think, <laughs> because like these are these, these dungeons, um, the Karazhan ones, but just in general season four, like healers have to heal again. It's kind of crazy. Um, because like all of Shadowlands so far has been like healer's responsibility almost was to contribute as much damage as possible to like time higher keys and it's like now it's like focus on actually healing again just because these dungeons do so much fucking damage i have a i feel like that's on purpose i feel like they made things hit more and they made this affix different so that way healers would have to heal because it's probably extremely jarring for people who are new to healing to get into healing a dungeon and then people be like why are you healing where's your damage output and they're like damage output i'm a, I'm a healer I'm, I'm not a dps so i have a feeling it's I, that's probably on purpose thinking about it now no and i, I i'm not complaining at all like i like that like i i mean i did the meta because it was the meta of what I, like i needed to do but like i've always had a mindset of like healing more over dps when i'm a healer i mean i just always thought it was like in shadowlands kind of weird that it was had such a focus on it yeah it was, it was interesting so like if there's just big numbers coming out too but um this <laughs> these characters are huge so the developer's note said we wanted to give players time to relearn mechanics and returning dungeons before making large nerfs however lower kerosene continues to stand out as an outlier in difficulty so we're making larger changes to bring it in line with the other dungeons season four. So the ushers are being dismissed all over the place. Um, so many abilities have been removed. Phantom Guardsmen no longer cast Shield Smash. The chefs don't cast Cleave. The bakers don't cast Rolling Pin. Dots reduced by 50%. Uh, Moreau's Garrote damage, his bleed, reduced by 15%. Westfall Story in the Opera Hall had 20%, 30%, 30% reductions to like Tony and Morglia on certain abilities maiden of virtue shield was reduced by 15 percent, and that the floor damage reduced by 20 percent. these are just humongous nerfs and like what's funny is like in like the prior nerfs uh her shield was already reduced by i think half even so like they're just like gutting lower care as they should yeah i mean it's at the end of the season like let us run a little wild and wait do you have the numbers on completed dungeons? Do we have that pulled up right now? Because this shit is crazy. Yeah, I have it up. So this is why uh, I believe it's being nerfed so much. Um, like I have this, pull- I pulled up right now on Wowhead. They posted like a Mythic Keys run so far in season four, and just to show you a breakdown of like what people are running. And okay, so like at any level, 
like so there are eight dungeons right now lower kara at any level only com like composes of five percent of the dungeons completed so Oof. like for reference like all the other ones are at like 12 to 15 percent and ideally what if like you took 100 divided by eight it would be like 12 they should be should be at 12 per 12 and a half percent so they, yeah, so they all should be at 12, but you have Junkyard at 16%. You have Streets and Gambit both at 15%, 16%, because people would much rather just run those all day, every day, instead I of would, running... I would love to do a, ga a Gambit, if you actually know what you're doing, is, like, easy. You can turn your head off. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do all of Lower Kara. That actually requires me to think a little bit. But what's even crazier that like the percentage that I said was at any level. If okay, so if you're if you're targeting Kiso Master, you're probably trying to do a 15, right? So 15 plus lower Kara, well, they only make 2.9 percent of the dungeons run. Yeesh. Like it's <laughs> like that's horrible. And you know what I really hate is Wildhead. Wait, who wrote those articles? Is Squishy? Tell me it was Squishy. No, it's Anshalun. All right. Anchelin Anaconda. She ruined the beginning <laughs> of the Digimon movie for me, and now she's coming back years later. So right underneath the graph, they wrote, It's important to note that this data is extremely biased and doesn't represent the balance of the difficulty of the dungeons, but rather the community perception and optics of the new season. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Do they put this disclaimer at the end of every fucking damage meter they put? Because, like, that's exactly what that is, too. They sure fucking don't, and they're the reasons contributing to that shit. Also, what does that mean? It's like, you know what, this only represents 2%. And then down there in the cited page, it's like, my friend Carl. My friend Carl was like, mm, this feels like it's only 2% of it. Yeah, so I, I guess they're saying, well, the dungeon's not really bad. People are just saying it's bad and don't want to run it. So don't worry. Our boy Tom R.S., a premium user of Wowhead, called out Anchelin and said, this is simply not true. It does show how bad balance and tuning is in reality. Community perception has nothing to do with it. Data clearly shows that Grimrill Depot, Iron Docks, Upper and Lower Kara, Mechagun Workshop require massive across-the-board nerfs to bring them in line with the better-tuned dungeons. He's saying how, like, the math, basically, when they got nerfed, shows the percentage of the increase. If you look at the weeks, and I'm like, all right, Tom Russ, like, slam Anchelin for this. So I guess, like, to bring us full circle, I feel like the main thing between Legion and now is that there's just something fucked up with, like, the scaling of eye level and, like, what where we are now that it's not tuned correctly overall. And also, I think the list of Apexes, the Apexes have severely changed from Legion to now like there's like how many dead apexes are there there's like four or five that we have we haven't used since legion i couldn't even name one right now that's crazy besides the like seasonal ones i can't either but like i will say i really like seriously got into mythic plus starting in shadowlands honestly yeah i say i can't name any old ones because i never saw them teaming teaming used to be one where they there would just be more mobs so like, and skittish, mm. where the, the one where they wouldn't take threat. You guys remember skittish? I I do remember that. That 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 must have sucked as a tank. They, they would just run around like crazy. I think those are the only two retired ones actually, and the rest of them were just um, the seasonal ones.
Oh, beguiling. I miss beguiling. Was it just like the enemies would flirt with you and then you'd maybe, there's a chance you guys would go on a date? And it usually fell through, though. Oh. Well, I mean, at least at least you had a, a fun time with them. You can remember you can remember the great night you had, even if it didn't pan out. And they beguiled me, you know, that the Jay Beguiles band. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! This affixes centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they just say freeze frame, and then you just couldn't move for the rest of the dungeon. It's like, sorry guys, I got Jay Beguiles band. Couldn't couldn't stop it. Oh my God! Okay, last week was Legion time walking. I feel like every time it rolls around, we only end up running one of those dungeons at a 15. And it's always fucking Black Recold. I don't know if it's because it ha- it's the one that has trinkets people want. Maybe it is. But, like, yeah. Like, I only have time. Every time it rolls around, I always just end up running, like, one or two of them. And it's always Black Recold. But I'm always super happy about it because it reminds me that I need to make a weak aura... For this season's Aphex in Shadowlands. Because we have the Dreadlords. And they have that fucking sleep circle. That puts me to sleep. And in Black Recalled. The last boss when does his sleep. He goes sleep no. Oh yeah our man uh, D'Antonio. Yeah Coach D'Antonio. Is up <laughs> telling us to sleep. Sleep no. So think about how that's recorded. It's just so crunchy <laughs> but so good. Sleep no. <laughs> Did you run any time walking last week Aaron? Yeah, I ran time walking, but not anything, like, big. I just ran normal time walkings, which really has put me in the mindset of being an old man. Like, Legion dungeons were the ones I knew the best, to the point that tanks wouldn't know what to do, and I was just like, hold on, let me just tank this for you. Like, (laughs) I'm trying to get five of these in today, you don't understand, so we'll just go forward. And so I know I can tell I will be a real bastard as the years go by. Just just give me your password and email and I'll fucking run the tank for yeah, you. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll exactly. Let, 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 me, let me log out real quick. I'll do this for you guys so we can save some time. I'll just set my character to slash follow. And now it's time for our sexiest NPC of the week. <laughs> this week, baby, we are naming... Oh, this- one sexy hunk of metal over here and, and i'm talking about the hk8 aerial oppression unit <laughs> i know where that unit's going <laughs> i want to give it my unit making an hk9 so like okay for the uninitiated this is the giant sentry robot that is flying over mechagon island and it is the last boss of the current M plus dungeon Mechagon junkyard. It is a giant flying robot, and for most of the fight, you don't even face it. You have to like fight off this smaller robot and then fly and then like go up through this like maze to like zap it down from the sky. He's a big tease, you could say. Yeah, I know. He makes you work for it. He's like, mm, I'm just going to, like, scope you guys out from up here. And, like, maybe if you're good enough, my friends will tell me that I can, you know, swoop down and say hi. I mean, I don't. It's a little controversial to say. So I'm going to put my hands out here. It gives me a real Fifty Shades of Grey Christian Grey vibe. 
You know, when you first enter and you get up in the air, he sends you a message just, just like, I'm watching you, little girl. If you step <laughs> out of bounds and stay up here for too long, you'll get punished. And then he takes off his belt and he cracks it in his hand. And I just go, oh, oh shit. But, like, what's also kind of funny is, like, when you do <laughs> when you do knock him down and you're finally able to engage with Coitus with him on the ground there, you know, like, all up in the dirt. So, like, if you're into, like like gritty nature <laughs> mud pit sex so like if you're a hordy like you'll probably be into this he doesn't last very long though you know and that's admirable i love a man who can admit listen i don't have the endurance that you want but i'm gonna <laughs> tease you all the way there it's all talk for me if you get me down on the ground i will splurt immediately i also have a pretty good argument for why this may actually be one of our sexiest characters to date what why the thing about this there are a lot no there aren't a lot there's only a handful of bosses that you can say have a hard mode right because there's what like hard mode mechagon hard mode the icc one tazavesh tazavesh there's not a lot of hard modes out there but this is one of the rarest bosses that actually begins the hard mode because they fly over the bosses and if you kill the bosses with with the hk8 flying over you've entered hard mode only one robot can get all those bosses fully erect and ready to go and that's the hk8 aerial oppressive unit i also need to point out that it's little scope uh that i assume it's, it's either a cannon or it's how it observes people that's a booty hole I was going to say a red rocket, but yeah, either way, I can see an argument for either of these things. <laughs> it is a vague sexual orifice, and we will accept either or. It's definitely in a very interesting spot in like the middle of where its forehead would be, but hey, I, I'm not going to judge this one. I'll, pre- I'll press that unit. You look, it's, it's, it's just a ding-a-ling. It's got a cannon, it's got two balls to the side, it's got a nice smooth gooter area. No, it's not even smooth, dude. Look at the pylons. It's like three little hairs on each of the balls. (laughs) I mean, Blizzard knew what they were doing. Ian's like, "Mm, we're going to give him a real hot one. A real sexy one. All right, HK8 Aerial Oppressive Unit. You are sexiest NPC of the week. (laughs) Now we go to our top two bottom boot medium moot of the week. I've got myself a medium moot. Medium. Medium moot. My medium moot is the hunt for my pole arm, the electro stacky shocky shocky stick. I don't know what's actually called at all. That that is its legal name. It's amazing you pulled that out out of nowhere. So as hard as this hunt is going to be, I think it won't be that difficult because Pablo, who's also a fellow druid, he already has the weapon. So if he ever gets it on a junkyard runs, he can trade it to me. Ahoy can get it if he's in bear form. You can get it if you're in your hunter form, even though you're going to keep it, but you give me the second one. And this means 100%, 1000%. You will, if we ever run together in a junkyard... You're going to have this fucking item drop for you because God's trying to test me and my patience. And you know what? Like, I think I kind of alluded to it earlier, but I didn't outright say it. 
in the one that we ran together, I chose. I talked about it as I, as we went into the dungeon. I was like, should I switch my loot spec? I don't think I need anything as BM here. Ooh, rip it, rip it. Whoop. Yeah, and like, I, I was like, well, I could go to survival and I might be able to get that pole arm. And I decided not to. I was like, I forgot to. Like, And then we started the key. And then when we got to the end, I actually got the fucking gun from it. And I feel like that means that like, if I would have spec survival, I would have gotten the pole arm. It's a curse. So if you have a junkyard out there and you need a DPS to run it, hey, let me know. Maybe I'll hop on. <laughs> uh, what about you? Wait, who won? Mm, Aaron, what about you? TTBBMM. Oh, boy. Yeah, I never go second. Um, so, you know what? I got a bottom boot. B-b-b-boot. Boot. And it, it's a pretty insignificant bottom boot, but it's one that came to me right here while we were recording. I looked up above me and I saw I have a lovely piece of art, which is like an old cartography map version of the current World of Warcraft map. Sort of like what one sees when they press M. But I just realized that it's the current one. So in a few short months here, it's going to be outdated. And I'm going to be stressing. (laughs) Do Caitlin and I have to make a little aged version of the Dragon Isles that we glue up there? Do I just hide it in shame when people come to my house and they're like, wow, great 2022-era map, dingus? Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. All you have to do is incite the first rule of the WoW Constitution. Steve Denuzi 11 said, you can roleplay any time period you want to. You don't have to listen <laughs> to our time constraints of the world of Azeroth. You're free to do what you want to do, freak. You say that one. So, sorry, in my Gilnean RP group, we only recognize the sovereignty up until 82422. <laughs> uh, the, the Dragonflight Isles, despite being announced, just never showed up. You know what? I honestly feel like you don't really need to worry about it because, like, how many people do you know that have, like, old-ass globes or something in their, in yeah. their house? Like, I, like thought, I thought you were about to be like, how many people do you even expect to be in your house? I was like, painful, but <laughs> a valid counterpoint. Also, wait a minute. Yeah, Aaron, no, you're fine. I'm looking up right now at my at our map of Azeroth after the Fourth War. We ain't got no Dragon Isles up here, so our map's also dated. <laughs> I guess ours does clarify in bold print in the bottom corner after the Fourth War, but yeah. <laughs> if, if enough of us are just wrong and we're loud enough, people won't feel entitled enough to be like, your map is wrong. Blizzard will have to send out updated maps to everybody who requests one. But that's me. Immune, what is your TTBBMM? So, I also have a medium moot, I think. Medium. Moody, meaty. And it's that, I feel like for some reason this season so far has been a little... I don't know if it's less alt-friendly or if I'm just less, like, caring about grinding out what I need to on several of my characters. And, you know, last season... I had both my hunter and my priest, and I wouldn't consider either of them all. So they're both mains, honestly. And it's been hard for me to keep both characters up to par so far. And we're, like, raiding a little less. We've been busy with things. Like, you know, you know, our best friend got married, so, like, we had to, you know, go to that. But Motherfucker got... Can you, who fucking gets married on a raiding weekend? <laughs> yeah, so I'm just, like, behind on, like, my DNR quest for my priest right now, which is weird because, like... Technically, my priest should be, like, my main main if I had to choose one, but, like, it's whatever. Um, It's a medium moot, not a bottom moot, because Slide Whistle and I were talking earlier today, and we realized that, like, I was 27 out of 
thirty for like my first dinner leaving last week. But I realize it doesn't really matter because nobody can get their second dinner this week because it's fifteen, I think, for the second one, which would put you having to have part of next week as well. So it really doesn't matter. Everyone's going to get two dinners next week because <laughs> I was so close to getting one this week. Yeah, because it's a, yeah, you have a lot of wiggle room because I think what you're negative three din negative three dindins like three din dindins in the hole. And I think I have three out of 15 Dindins right now. So I'm three above. So, like, I couldn't even finish it. Like, I can get really close to. Yeah, so that's why I was like, oh, whatever. I mean, I just don't have the item now. But that's fine. I'll get it soon. I'm going to get the Anduin ring, probably. Ooh. Yeah, because I spent... I, I don't want to have to buy Zovastrom, the Unbreaker, or the Unmaker. But I know that's going to be the only way to make that fucking lightning polearm appear. Is if I spend a Dindin, and then I get the <laughs> weapon, and then it's like, oh, you you spend one of your tokens? <laughs> Here you go. Here's your fucking yeah, lightning you, you staff. Yeah, you have to trick yourself in order to have the game try and trick you. It's a game of who outplays who, and I always lose. It's a game of dragons. I'm excited. <laughs> fucking Game of Thrones can't do no wrong. We're all back, baby. Uh... Did you watch it? No, wait, you don't watch Game no, of Thrones, No, because, yeah, because I never watched. I I waited long enough to have Game of Thrones be bad. I'm willing to wait long enough to for Game of Dragons to be bad. I think everyone knows this is going to be bad. I think everyone just hate watching it at this point. And I I don't want I don't want to hate watch it because I'm mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm still mad. I honestly didn't even know that there was additional Game of X content. Um, and I don't really feel compelled to watch it because Game of Thrones ended so poorly. Oh, wait. I, I didn't watch Better Call Saul until last week when I that's, heard it was that's ending. True. That's and true. And I yes. like it a lot. Yeah, that's true. I started watching that and I was like, this is pretty neat. <laughs> Why did I not like this in it's 2014? I, I walked around the house and I was like, Alex, what have I been doing? Two goes on the show. And he's like, who? And I'm like, you know, the crazy guy from season one. He doesn't, he doesn't know. I'm, anyway, let's, uh, let's read this. Read the Patriots. Wow. Now let's give it up to the Breaking Bad to our Better Call Saul. And by that, I mean they owe us everything. <laughs> We're talking about Command Sergeant Major Tijerla, fourth host of the podcast, Your Monkey. Ahoy, Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos, killed himself to see Sylvanas, and she won't even pick up the phone. NSYNC slash Drag Race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants the pod to know that the hunters of Uno Mas are burly boys. Hell yeah. Crucifix, Cardike, Saracen Hawk, Joe DiGiorno Dorno, Gershom, the Grill Master. Hoax, asking Garlina to say, for the horde. Vanderlyle and Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's fallen father. Thanks, patrons. Love y'all. Thanks. You, you help us keep going. If you want to join this lovely list of patrons and be friends of Cup Dan, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent. Yes, got it. You gotta pay if you want me to be your friend. That's how it works. I'm mad toxic. Licks Drink. finger and puts it on butts. <laughs> he's he's wearing those, those he has juicy sweatpants. He's got juicy on the ass <laughs> of his cup. Yeah, he's just because <laughs> He's got his phenom sweatpants on. Oh, I don't work for free. Five dollars a month. Or just three or just one. I won't judge. (laughs) 
Listen, y'all, they're not sweatpants, they're boxers, obviously, and there's only seven left because Cup Dan got, like, the eighth one left, so. <laughs> oh, if you guys have any comments, questions, complaints, you want to write to Cup Dan, send us an email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. What about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can join our really fun Discord by going to do not relent.com. Ooh, ooh, you see me standing here. Do I look good, my dear? Yes, I do. I'll answer that for you. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. That's not the one I usually do first. You can also follow me on Twitter at the Big Cheesy and follow the show's literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. I wrote one today about big goofy shoulders. Oh, we gotta read that one. Um, if my login fucking works on the website, just trying to dick me over. Me and Vlad, we're just trying to get your credit card information. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. And remember, another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>